In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about blogging. I know I thought for a moment about blogging. Is it really something people still do? And the funny thing is, it's kind of like podcasting. It, it, it is innovative and people are constantly figuring out how to get better at it. Today, our guest, Lacey Boggs, is going to be talking about what does it take to have a blog that actually makes an impact for your business? Well, it all starts with strategy. Lacey Boggs is a content strategist and author of the best-selling Kindle ebook, Make a Killing with Content and the director of the Content Direction Agency. She helps personality-driven brands create and implement content marketing strategies tailor-made to support their customers and reach their goals. Please welcome to the show from LaceyBoggs.com, the one and only Lacey Boggs. Glad to be here. I love it. You know what? When I saw your name come across and the kind of the topic and thing we were going to cover today, I'm like, blogs. Hi. I had a blog in like 1996 when I got started right. on the internet, right? Totally. So uh, I love the other backstory to our connection to getting to know each other through Dan Cushell. So I love the fact that people network and recommend others because that's really what life is all about is really meeting a whole bunch of new people along the way and having a lot of fun. And I'm excited for us to go up Success Mountain today. Question out the gate. Every guest gets the same question. What is your definition of success? Uh, that's such a great question. I love listening to all the answers too. Uh, my definition of success is freedom. I, I want to be free to live my life the way I want to live it, to design my life to be the way I want it to be. And um, that was hard to do in a 60 hour a week salary job. <laughs> and it's a lot easier to do as an entrepreneur. And so, yeah, I think success doesn't have as much to do with money to me, but money makes the freedom happen sometimes. So yeah, they kind of go hand in hand. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, we, we, I love to say we take the money off the table so we can answer the question, right? Because it's like deodorant. We kind of need it to keep us so we don't stink and we need money so we can kind of pay our bills so we can kind of live a life. But I loved your answer, which is freedom. And I think we all want to be free, probably more so now than ever, not to be tied down to limitations that maybe we placed on ourselves or what others have placed on us. Um, let's talk about how you kind of got started and found your way into blogging or at least content and strategy and creation. How, how did that all take place? Yeah, yeah. Well, you want to talk old school. I was uh, a journalist before I was here. I was working for a print magazine uh, here in Boulder County in Colorado. And uh, I was the food editor there and an associate editor there. And it's, it's that's great work if you can get it, but it's also tough work. It's, it's a lot of work, especially when you're working for a really small publication. So. Uh, I ended up, I got pregnant with our first and only child and uh, decided I didn't want to work 60 hour weeks deadline until three o'clock in the morning with an infant. And also I didn't want to put her in daycare. It was going to take more than half of my salary mm. to put her in daycare full time. And I'm like, I'm going to give up half my salary not to see my kid. I don't think so. So 
I quit that job and decided to be a freelance writer. And um, I was a food writer, so it made sense at the time to start a food blog, right? I was like, that's what I should do. I didn't really know anything about the business model of food blogging or blogging in general. And what I learned from that first year was that I was really good at the blogging part. I was really good at networking. I was really good at building a list and I was really crap at making money from it. <laughs> I call that my four figure year. Mm. Um, <laughs> and so my husband, uh, we had a little family meeting and he was like, I love that you're staying home. I love that you're doing this and I need you to make some more money if we're going to keep doing this. So I thought, well, maybe somebody would pay me to blog for them. And it turns out that they do. They will do that. There are a lot of small business owners that need help in that, in that category. And uh, so that's where I started. Uh, and I've just grown and grown from there. No, I love it. What year would you say you kind of made the, the transition food editor in Boulder to kind of like now running a content business? Yeah. So um, my daughter was born in 2011. So that's when I left and uh, I started this business in 2012. And so, yeah, it's been, so you get the, uh, 60 hour mindset to go now read Tim Ferriss's four hour work week. Right. And like we all try to find <laughs> right. some happy medium in between those two. Um, what is a, a typical work day look like for you now? So, um, I, I'm not down to four hours yet, but <laughs> I work about 20 hours a week now, give or take and have actually since the beginning, uh, I was a full-time mom until she went to school full-time. So now I take her to school, I go for a long walk, and then I sit down and start working around 9.30, 10 a.m., and I'm done by 2.45 to go get her. So my day is mostly now about marketing our agency. It's about talking to potential clients. It's about talking to existing clients about their strategy and, and getting those people hooked up with our writers and our agency so that they get their awesome content. I like that. Question I get a lot for writers is they all kind of have like unique strategies to kind of get into flow, right? Mm -hmm. So do you find yourself in the morning just kind of writing whatever's coming to your mind and hopefully help you to transition into, you know, what the topic or the article that you need to create? Can you share a little bit about maybe your ritual or your morning kind of get started? Because it's hard. I've sat at the computer with a little cursor, like, you know, <laughs> flashing and you're like, ah, uh, the words are just not coming. It's just not there. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, a couple things I do. I do morning pages every morning first when I wake, wake up usually write two to three pages in my journal just whatever brain stuff needs to come out uh, and then when I sit down to work there's two things that really help me focus really fast one is that I do have a limited amount of time right so I I got to get it done whatever's got to get done it's got to get done in those limited number of hours and so I don't have the luxury of kind of faffing around and doing nothing and the other one is that somehow marketing piece, the writing for other people, blogging is not scary to me. There's not as much perfectionism tied up in it. Now, I am a, you know, wannabe novelist on the side, and I definitely run into writer's block around my own, like, personal fiction writing, but something about the business, I just get in that flow pretty easily, and, and I'm able to just set aside that perfectionism and just go for it. That right there we could end the show on because <laughs> that relates to, to anybody listening today or just even in our conversation. Why do you think that is that it's so much easier to go and write about somebody else that we may not even know all the facts versus we know everything there is to know about ourselves, but we come up short and really knowing how to, I, I write the highlight reel. Like I have mm -hmm. to almost stop and go back and say, let's go celebrate some wins for the last 90 days and just write down everything. Why do you think that is? Yeah, it's like that. Um, 
I'm always talking about this with other business owners. It's like the cobbler's children have no shoes, right? We can do for other people what we can't do for ourselves. I think it's, it's true too, that there's, I don't have as much invested, even if I am your best friend, even if I, you are my awesome client and I believe wholeheartedly in what you're doing, I'm just not invested at the same level. So it's easier for me to take a step back and be like, we can just, let's just get this done. Let's just get through it. You know, let's write that awesome post. Let's get that out on there. Whereas if I'm thinking about my heartbreaking work of staggering genius, I get all tied up in my underwear about it. You know, we all get tied up in our own stuff about it. But I think something about outsourcing or working with somebody else, it really helps take the pressure off. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if you've been on a lot of podcasts, but I just got this question just a little while ago today. Uh, one of the people I was interviewing was about being a potential guest. Like, I can't listen to my work. Yeah. Do you uh, find yourself rereading the stuff that your agency puts out there? Do you find it kind of like, I did it and I move on, I'm working on the next piece. Do you go and kind of curate the theme and the ideas and keep kind of massaging it till you get it right? Because I know that's a part of the perfectionism that I struggle with is like, I'm always trying to get it better, right? I, yeah. I want to perfect my craft. Do you find yourself, if let's say you wrote something for myself, would you, would you go back to that in your writing strategy and style? Would you go back and say, I referenced this article I wrote? Because like, blogging to me, I ran a blog agency for a period of time. I ran a community called Blogo Monster way back uh, in the late 90s into 2000. And it was just a community, like a WordPress, but like you really had Facebook and WordPress combined. So you had the mm -hmm. social aspect mixed with like the freedom to do. So mm -hmm. I'm always fascinated um, to kind of see how you connect the pieces together. Yeah, actually, I love doing that with my clients. Um, I have a client right now that we're working on. I don't even know what to call it. We're calling it kind of a content matrix, but we're creating a directory. She has nine plus years of blog posts out there. And so we're creating this sort of interactive directory for her that shows all those connections because I think it was Charlie Gilkey talked about your, your blog is your work, but it, it's your body of work, but it's not like the edited curated version of your body of work, right? That's kind of what a book is for or, or maybe a course or whatever it is that you put out. But the blog is more like, here's all my thoughts <laughs> and they're polished for what they are. Right. But it kind of goes all over the place. There's not usually a clear path to read through somebody's blog the way you would through a book. And so now she's putting together a book. So we're trying to like mm. help her visualize all these connections from the content she already has. And it's a really fun project because there's so much gold there waiting to be mined. You talk about uh, helping her write a book. It looks like you helped yourself to write a, a best-selling Kindle ebook, Make a Killing with Content. What was the whole premise behind that? Yeah, and that's actually the same thing. It was about pulling in some of my best blog work and creating a piece that people could read through step-by-step step that makes it a little easier than like, wait, I'm on the blog and now she's talking about something else, right? So yeah, it's, it's, it was a labor of love. I was invited on Creative Live for, for a show with my mentor, and she was doing a show called uh, Write an Ebook in a Week or something like that. And luckily, they didn't make me write it in a week. I had a month. But <laughs> it was all about the process of pulling together content that you already have, which I absolutely love and think that's a really smart, smart way to go. But yeah, and then I edited it into more of a comprehensive, curated version of what's on the blog. So let's go one step further. 
yeah. because I run a fulfillment company and I help people take their, their eBooks and turn them into physical books. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about taking your eBook and turning it into an audible? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. I, I had thought about it and it was just one of those deals where I wasn't in a place to figure out the technology and figure out how to work. You know, I'm one of these people that like loves the big ideas, but then I get caught sometimes in the minutia. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm turning Once out again the blog for ourselves, right? <laughs> right, right. I'm turning out the blog post every week for myself and for other people. But it's like, if I hadn't had probably that impetus from being on the creative live show to write the book, I'm not sure it would have gotten written. Like the ideas were all there. I needed the push. This morning, a dear friend of mine, Ian Garlic and I were having this exact conversation. It's why I love when it's spontaneous, right? So yeah. like, I don't know where I'm going with you. We're just going to have fun, get to know each other and go up Success Mountain, come back down and tell everybody about it. Um, we were talking about how much people have locked inside of them. And if they could just take their master's degree in life and come up and, and start writing. And I think sometimes you, you, you hit it perfectly this morning about where to start, where to begin. You said, you know, two to three pages in your journal is a good place for you to start. What are some things that you've seen or, or maybe recommend to help people get unlocked so they can find their potential? Mm. Yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, sometimes it's about talking it out. Sometimes if you're, if you're an auditory person or if you need to speak your ideas, um, it, it doesn't help you to get trapped on the page, right? So it could be talking into a recorder, talking to your phone, talk, voxing your best friend. <laughs> Sometimes that's what our clients do with us. They'll, they'll talk out a blog post idea to, to the writer so that the writer can turn it into something polished on the page. But it's about finding the outlet that feels the most natural for you. If that's pen and paper, if that's typing, if that's speaking it out loud, I don't care if it's interpretive dance, but you got to get through that block <laughs> to find the thing that's going to let you emote, I guess is the word I want, but get through, like get your ideas out. And once they're out, they can be polished. It's like the idea of that crappy first draft, right? You have to, you have to have it somewhere, whether that's talking, writing, whatever, but you got to, you got to get that crappy first draft ideas out so you can find the good stuff. Yeah, no, I think it uh, makes so much sense. I mean, I'll come in my studio sometimes and, you know, record on Zoom audio. And then I just use a, a, just a cool service called otter.com. IO and I just upload my stuff. It's like Rev and mm-hmm. it just transcribes it on the spot. And then it at least gives me a starting point. Like, okay, I got my thoughts out of my brain. Now I can edit them down. And you know, I don't, I don't blog anymore in that sense. And I, I think what you're talking about today makes so much more sense. I'm like saying, no wonder Dan connected us. Cause be, <laughs> he's gently nudging me. Like you should be using her services. <laughs> so that's why, um, you know, I, I, I love to just Uh, get into a conversation with no expectation of where it needs to go other than it needs to be fun. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think content has that ability to uh, impact and change lives. And it sounds like from what you're talking, you're also writing as you would be writing as me, you would be at least getting me content that sounds like my voice. Uh, Is there, is there a skill, a craft, something that you need to be able to kind of get my voice? Are there some things that you, you listen for or you figure out how you can mimic? Yes, absolutely. And it's so funny because when I started this, I didn't realize that was a skill that other writers didn't have, that everybody didn't have. Um, and that was the one of the first things that people would tell me like, oh, I can't believe this sounds just like me. How did you do that? It's like you were living in my brain. And so it took me a while to figure out that, that oh, that's a differentiate. That's something I do that not everybody can do. 
for me, it's a lot about getting to know the person really well, getting to know the business really well. Um, we have a list of like some very esoteric, strange questions we ask just to get the business owner talking. Um, I think it's a little like what we're doing here. It's just like, I just need to hear you talk. I need to get to know you, get to know your personality. And then, you know, we, we get down to the nitty gritty as writers. It's like, are we writing in first person or third person? Do you use contractions? Do you cuss? Do you, do you like to work, use slang? Do you use memes? Do you, you, you know, what are all the different little, little ticks that are going to show somebody that this is you? You know, I have one client who uses a plus sign instead of the word and most of the time she uses brackets instead of parentheses. And if I didn't, if I didn't notice that sort of thing, other people would notice like, why is, why is she not doing that? You know, so it's, it's all about the little stuff as well as the bigger picture stuff, like getting to know your stories, your anecdotes, what's your big brand story? How does that tie in? And, and how can we convey that through your content? Reading a little bit about you, you help personality driven brands create and implement content marketing strategies. Mm-hmm. Same kind of process, ask questions, get to know, understand end game, the goal, what it is your customer is looking to do in the marketplace. But we also were talking about, you know, the ideal customer. We, we all want to make sure we attract the right person back into our business. Who is your kind of ideal customer? Because that's a broad statement, you know, uh, personality driven brand. Yeah. Um, but like, how do you, how do you get that into a more like focused funnel? Sure. Yeah, we, we landed on personality-driven brands because it seemed to be sort of the common denominator yep. because we work with, with businesses in all different niches, all different verticals. We have a lot of infopreneurs, a lot of coaches, but then we also have a guy that sells men's clothing and we have a guy that's a big data analyst and we have, you know, so it's kind of all over the place. We've had doctors and health professionals. So it wasn't about niche for us, but it was more about what's the, what's the thing they all have in common. And mostly it was that there's a strong personality, either the person behind the brand or the brand itself has a strong personality. And then also um, we tend to do really well with, with brands and businesses that need to attract a lot of top of the funnel leads and content is blogging is still a really good way to do that. So when we can um, help somebody attract that attention through creating really awesome content and attract those new leads, then their funnels do better overall. So the, the types of businesses that would apply to would be, you know, anybody who's running courses or leveraged services in any way, you know, one-to-many type service or, or product-based businesses where you just, you need a lot of leads up front. Those tend to work really well for us. We also do really well with podcasters because we produce show notes that go you know, kind of above and beyond, like, here's the links we talked about. We can turn it into an article that does really well with SEO um, because the content's already there. We just polished up, right? So we can learn more about that too at the content uh, direction agency. So mm-hmm. Lacey, what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. A couple of things popped up in the first little bit up success mound today. Transitioning from the 60 hour work week, the mindset coming home, being, uh, you know, a stay at home mom, working hard, having a, you know, a newborn transitioning from 60 to, you know, 20, 25 plus a week, creating content. I love the little meeting you had with your husband, the meeting of the minds, the four figure mindset, kind of the, the income potential and the opportunity and really what's your husband's name? Brandon. So Brandon sees this awesome opportunity with his amazing wife and really then lights kind of, I think from what I'm gathering kind of from the conversation lights something inside of you to 
you know, because you were a food editor. So you have already the talents and the skill set to, you were saying 3am juggling, you know, being a mom and trying to get deadlines done. I love the fact that something was amazing was created. Brandon recognizes and you recognize and you come together and create and you make something amazing. And then you go on and you help really focused people create wow in, in their content and really getting to know them. I love that. And I think we're going to learn so much more about you when we come back. So our guest today is Lacey Boggs. You can learn more at LaceyBoggs.com. And we will be right back on the Beef of Hill podcast show. Since Tony's taking a break, let's take one together. Did you know a healthy adult can draw in about 200 to 300 cubic inches of air in a single breath? <laughs> Those are some big lungs. But at rest, we only use about 5% of that inhaled volume. So apparently, we're phenomenal at recycling. Well, I just armed you with some useless information. So let's get back to Tony, who's going to arm you with some useful information. We are back on the Beef of Hill podcast show. My name is Tony Grubmeyer. Today's special guest, Lacey Boggs, right before the break. That mindset, that switch from, you know, working 60 hours a week to now finding happiness really in... Like, hey, you know what? I can start at 9.30 in the morning and I can work right up until 2.30. I do that like five days a week. I can pick up my daughter. I can be home, be with my husband. Life is so much easier. But the, the word she used to her definition of success is really what she's been able to really, I think, illustrate today in our conversation, which is freedom. Freedom to do what she loves, freedom to do the why she does it. And uh, I just want to say thank you so much for being here and being a guest today. I'm so grateful that people get awesome people like you connected with awesome people like me. I'm just going to say awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. What would you say is something that stops you when you are creating content for, for a client? What stops you? What do you find is like, oh man, I can't do it. Like, what is it? Hmm. Yeah, I think. I think the only time I run into that really is when there's a really personal element that I feel like has to be added. And then, and then it's like, I need to go back and find out, okay, what's the story behind this? Do you have an example of this? Can you give me a time when a client did this or something like that? When I know I need that personal element that I can't fake, right? <laughs> like I can't make it up. Um, so I need to go back to the client and, and do that. But I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because that's what makes it awesome content is, and, and it's just that moment of recognizing, hey, I'm, I've reached where I can go with this without some more input. And, and then usually once we get that input, we can turn it into something even, even more amazing. As we were getting ready to go to break, you talked about podcasting and creating content and mm -hmm. different show notes, right? Because I, I, a lot of podcasters either A, have very minimal information. Mm -hmm. They're like today's guest, Lacey Boggs, Be Fulfilled Show. That's the podcast show notes and maybe a link or two. What, were, what are some things that you've seen that really have helped you to write, I think, more helpful show notes? Yeah. Well, there's two, there's two angles to this. First of all, Google can't crawl the content of a podcast, right? It's little spiders just aren't that sophisticated yet. It, it can't listen to audio and then have your podcast come up in searches, right? So by putting in uh, an article, a longer form piece of content as your show notes, you're informing Google about what's included, right? So that then when people are searching for certain help, certain answers to certain questions, you're more likely to come up. So that's good for the people searching and it's good for your business and your podcast. The second reason is because as I mentioned before, like not everybody learns the same way. Like podcasts are hot right now and a lot of people love them, but there are people who cannot 
listen to podcasts or can't consume them in that way. I have a friend who has a traumatic brain injury and she can't understand spoken word if she can't see your mouth moving. So if she, she can't just listen to a podcast and understand what's going on, she needs a transcript or something like that. So it's, it's a wonderful way to reach a different part of your audience as well, because there's always going to people be the people who want to listen while they're on their run or doing the dishes. But there's also those people who are like, no, I'd rather sit down and read it. That's how I learn. You can also add value. So if we were to take a podcast episode and turn it into an article as opposed to just standard show notes, you know, we can draw conclusions. If the podcaster has some additional thoughts that didn't make it into the episode, we can add those. We can make connections with other guests and other, other shows that didn't come up during the live interview process. And so it, it can become a much richer format to just add extra value to the great content that's already there. You uh, talk a little bit in learning about you that it all starts with strategy. So I didn't start with strategy today. I kind of let strategy be towards the end. I wanted to try something. So I got to where I'm at today. So I love it. Talk to me about how it starts with strategy. So many people have a hard time beginning with the end in mind or what is their true goal? Like maybe you're like, I want to open a bakery. Well, why? Because you love to bake. But have you figured out the business side of it? Have you figured out how you're going to procure all the ingredients and how you're going to do all the marketing? A lot of times we don't think of the big stuff. We just think about the now. So how do you, how do you help people start with strategy? Yeah, I think that's really true too with marketing and content marketing in particular, because we've heard over and over again, you know, you have to have a blog or you have to have an email list or you need to podcast. It's the hot new thing. But if you don't know why, then I really do believe it's probably a waste of time to be producing that content if you're not sure why you're doing it or how it's going to benefit your business and your customer, right? Because there's two big whys behind content marketing, the benefit, the why for the business and the why for the customer, the consumer. So there are different whys, you know, not everybody is out to sell something with their blog or their podcast or anything else. Your, your why might be being a thought leader. It might be creating connections, which I think is one of yours, but once you understand the goal and once you understand the big why, then figuring out what type of content to create, where to distribute it, how to promote it becomes a lot easier because you have that guidepost. You know where you're headed, right? It's not just like, oh, well, I'm going on a road trip, so I guess I'll just drive in this direction. You, you actually have a destination in mind. So that's where I always start with my clients is, what do you want to get out of this? What are we trying to achieve? And then we work backwards from that. Okay, great. You want to become a thought leader. Well, what kind of content is going to help you do that? Or you need to fill your funnel with leads. That's awesome. What kind of blog posts, what kind of podcast episodes are going to help you do that in the best way possible? And then we get even more granular. You know, some of our clients work on um, a launch model. They know that they're going to sell this thing in April and this thing in August and this thing in November, whatever it is. And so we can tailor the content strategy to make sure we're talking about the right things to prime their audience to be ready to buy when they say, hey, I have this thing. So that's really where I go with strategy is like, let's look at the goal. Let's get the end in mind. <laughs> and then we back it out from there and figure out what are the steps to get there. I, I like that. I, I think, you know, Lacey, one of the things that I've learned in a short period of time today is that you find unique ways. We were talking about customer experiences uh, in a sales meeting today. We were talking about leaving the customer inspired, right? How do you stay top of mind? Mm -hmm. uh, a, you do amazing work. That's what it sounds like. Two, you've got a really, it sounds like a team behind you. Mm 
Mm-hmm. You're constantly coming up with innovative new ideas and you're like blogging them like still innovative, still creative, still great ways. <laughs> Google doesn't transcribe your podcast and, and make it top of mind when you're searching for motivation. You still have to have some content to support it. So there's just been a lot of amazing uh, pieces of information. And I, and I want to let the audience know, LaceyBoggs.com, my favorite baseball player growing up was Wade Boggs. Yeah. So it was real cool. And I saw this name come across. I'm like, maybe there's a relation, but Boggs is just really cool. So um, <laughs> it just was good to have you. And what I want to do is help everybody to learn more. So you can visit LaceyBoggs.com. She's the director of the Content Direction Agency, also the best-selling ebook making a killing with content. So a lot of great resources for you to look at today, being a content strategist uh, and an amazing just podcast guest. Thanks so much for being on the show. Where would people learn more about you or maybe find more about you besides LaceyBox.com? LaceyBox. We're going to, we're going to have We actually thought about that, but then I thought it was too confusing. (laughs) I think I would get it just for people like me when they mess up and keep going. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I hang out a lot on Facebook and uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. If you, if you want to see more about how I walk my talk, you can check out the blog on LaceyBoggs.com slash blog. And if you're interested in, in chatting, uh, you can go to LaceyBoggs.com slash undercover. And it has information about how we work and a big red button to uh, book a call with me. I like big red buttons. I do too. Extractive buttons that make me stop and go, yes, I need that. <laughs> um, so what I'd love to do is invite you to be a guest in the fulfillment round. All the only thing I need from you is I am ready. I'm ready. And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend, no using the Google machine, no digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannicus. And I promise Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The Fulfillment Round brought to you by ShipOffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? All right. So I have a son going to be going off to see you in Boulder. And I know from time to time, he's not going to be coming home his freshman year. So I am looking for a great breakfast spot in Boulder. Yeah. Uh, great breakfast spot in Boulder. I like Lucille's. Okay. Uh, have beignets which are amazing <laughs> all right how about lunch if you had to go out and take somebody to lunch yeah um pizzeria locale always a good bet so anybody like outside of the colorado area this is an invitation for you to come and check out some of the amazing options you have and boulder is a fun so much good food <laughs> i think uh diners drive-ins and dives uh guy's been there multiple times i've even been to one of his spots so yeah for sure what is something that you can share that you've never told anybody ever? Oh my Just gosh. a bit. Maybe something that maybe you've been holding on to and you didn't want to share. And this seems like the great moment on under pressure. <laughs> oh Lord, I can't even think of anything. What have I never told anybody? Your hair hmm. was green in like third grade. Like I'll take anything. Uh, I, I used to have blue hair, but that's, oh, oh, well, okay. There's a good story there. Um, I was laid off in uh, 2009, I guess. And um, I went to a, a job hunting seminar type thing. And the guy who was running it approached me and told me that I would never get a job with blue hair. He approached me like that, like, like he was doing me a favor, being my buddy, will never get a job with blue hair. And he was like 
I don't know. I don't know. He acted like he was like 80. I don't think he really was. But <laughs> and then what's funny is the very next job at the magazine I got when they were thinking they needed somebody to come in and pinch hit their editor quit like suddenly. And they said, what about that blue haired girl? They told me later. What about that blue haired girl? That's how they remembered me. So that dude was totally wrong. I love the fact that you stayed true to blue because <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, you got to be you. Uh, any brothers or sisters? I do. I have one sister. Younger. And are you originally from the Colorado area? No, I am from North Texas. I'm from the Dallas area. Do you make it home often? Yeah, a couple times a year. Where did you and uh, Brandon go on your honeymoon? Mm, we went to Paris for a week. What do you think if you and Brandon had to make a drive to Denver for a night out, what would you find yourselves doing? Going to a comedy show, going to a movie, going to theater, going to a concert at Red Rocks? What would be something fun for you? Mm. Uh, yeah, we would probably be going to the theater, but more likely we'd be going out to eat. That's what we like to do. We like to visit fancy restaurants and go out to eat. <laughs> you know what, um, Lacey, I just got to tell you, I think I'm so grateful that we got a chance to get connected today and you talked about journaling. So I'm going to, uh, send you the journal that I created a couple of years ago, uh, spent at least two years thinking of the idea and finally pushing it out to the world. So it's called the be fulfilled journal. So I would love to send that to you today as you say, thanks for being an awesome guest. Uh, people, anybody listening, uh, I'm calling you out. If you're looking for something of a different angle, maybe you haven't tried uh, a blog or you, you haven't found yourself really connecting in a, in a unique way with your audience and you've got a unique product. Maybe it's a, it's a weight loss product. Maybe it's a book or you have an idea for something. I, I highly recommend you go spend some time and check out LaceyBoggs.com and learn more about maybe, just maybe how you could mix things up a little bit and she'll teach you how you can make a killing with content too. And in the, in the meantime, these are the shows, right? We take you from the base to get you to the top of Success Mountain and realize it's really not hard. It's just that you have to start, you never have to finish. What's a piece of advice, Lacey, that you have heard that has been the kind of the driving force of who you are? Mm, that's a great question. I think the best advice that I've ever gotten is to be yourself. And that sounds so trite, but it's taken me a long time to figure out who that is, especially without input from anybody else. So to be myself and to be confident in that and know that it's okay, that I'm not necessarily following the trends, that I'm not interested in having a gatekeeper tell me that uh, I'm good enough for X, Y, or Z. I've been, I've been building roads around the gatekeepers most of my life. So figuring out that it's okay to do that is uh, pretty awesome. And it's okay to have blue hair show up for an interview <laughs> and have everybody, because you're dynamic, remember, hey, let's hire the blue girl. Blue girl. Oh, the blue hair. That's the girl <laughs> we need back. She is awesome. And then what do you do? They put the pinch hitter in. She hits a grand slam and the rest is history from 60 to 25 hours a week. A mother... Uh, wife, just an amazing uh, guest today. Thank you so much for being here on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. All right. Her name's Lazy Boggs. I am Tony Grebmeyer. Until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose in this very moment to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. 
and it might just change your life forever. 